Welcome back to the Weekend Review Podcast. It's Saturday, 11.17 right now. Let's see if I get this out before Sunday. I'm uh, probably going to be pretty close, but... Oh, fuck. The fucking wind filter fell off. All right, there we go. Air filter, pop filter, I don't know. Um, all right, some bullshit just happened, I think. I think Robin Hood blocked doge trading again and if you don't know doge or dogecoin is a cryptocurrency that started out as a meme started out at like one cent negative or point zero something cents but it's actually risen in value like a crap ton it's up to like 0.48 right now but it was up to what was it up to earlier 0.67 i think it got up to 70 yeah, it was up to 70 yesterday. But I put $30 in at about like 0.08. So I had like a thousand Dogecoins. And I sold half at 43 cents for 250. And then I sold a little bit more for 150 at like 60 cents. Just just because, you know, I, I put in 30. I wanted to get something out of it. And if it, I told myself if it dipped low to like 40 cents, I'd buy more. So I was thinking about it, but the option's not even here. So I think Robinhood just fucked Doge, just like they did AMC and GameStop and Nokia and all the stocks a, a few months ago. So I'm kind of upset, but who, who can I blame but myself for, you know, am I leaning super close to the mic? This is all going to be loud, isn't it? Well... I guess I'll turn it down and post. I'll scoot this back now. Well, sorry in advance, I guess. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of upset me. Also, before I get to the songs of the week, I'm going to go ahead and talk about it while it's fresh on my mind. Today I watched my first like true crime. Why did I say it like that? My first true crime video on YouTube. And it was pretty good. I I mean, when I first I clicked on the channel, it was called Jim Can't Swim. My friend Shay recommended it. I clicked on the channel and looked for the video, and it was like an hour long. So I was like, Ooh. but honestly, I put it on and it just flew by. It was pretty good. The one he told me to watch was the one about this crazy bitch named Casey Anthony. Um. I don't want to spoil too much, so basically she did some bad shit and lied about it for a long-ass time for no reason and just prolonged the process, but she did some fucked up, you know, fucked up shit. If you watch the news at all, you probably honestly already knew about it, but I don't, so all, the, all these stories are new to me, which is pretty cool and convenient, honestly, because I'd much rather consume them in this form, like while they're completed, then watch them play out on the news every single day and see the same clip, like, the whole week before anything new happens. You know, I don't know. I've never watched the news. It's just always been on around me, and I've tried to tune it out. But yeah, that true crime stuff was pretty good. I started watching, um, the next one I watched is Wrath of Jody. That's two hours long, and I'm about 40 minutes in. This bitch is crazy. She's... 
is kind of similar, actually. She killed somebody, and she's just lying about it, like, a lot. And except she chose to play the Christian route. She's lying about all this, like, well, we were we were talking about praying and marriage, and, well, I told myself I'd never break the Ten Commandments. You know, stuff like that, like, bullshit. She thought she was just going to be able to act like that and get away with it. It's kind of funny. But, yeah, if you're into stuff like that, or if you're kind of curious, I recommend it as someone who just tried it. Um, Jim Can't Swim, or JCS-Criminal Psychology on YouTube. Alright, Song of the Week. First is Interlude by J. Cole, because, you know, new J. Cole, I gotta, gotta talk about it. I'm ready for that album also, but... I'm not gonna I'm gonna read this as I wrote it because that's kinda how I wrote it as I experienced it. First I thought he was sounding like Drake with the singing thing, but I didn't hate it because it was still like a cold verse, you know. You know how cold verses sound. Um But he changed he changes the flow a little bit in it and it justifies it and then I I just kinda stopped thinking about Drake. So um all in all I liked it. Um, and then he was, he talked before the verse and he talked after the verse about like, this is going to go up or down. It's going to go one way or the other. And I don't care. And I think he was talking about like that singing style. So, I mean, personally for me, it went up. I liked it, but we'll see. But that was the perfect like single slash album teaser in my opinion, because it was just, you know, one and done, just one verse, just a little taste and then out. You know, nothing too commercial or anything. Um, what one of the the verse I picked out? I be coming in peace, but fuck me. Best beware of the others. This shit deep undercovers creep. The southern heat make comparable summers. Just last week, send your mama weep, crying because she don't want to bury your brother. The blood leaks while the EMTs gotta carry her baby like surrogate mothers. Ugh, just nasty coal shit like normal. Um, the next song is Fendi Seats, um, which is just a good song from both of the Griselda boys, uh, Kanye and Westside. Benny's not on this one. You know, I wish he was. It's kind of like last week when I was talking about the Flatbush Zombies. Benny's kind of like Meech, you know. I just, if he's not on the song, I'm like, damn. I wonder what he would have sounded like on this song, though. Which is kind of shitty of me, maybe, but fuck it. Um, they both come through with really nice verses over the rough snare and hi-hats. And then there's a piano and vocal samples in the back. Conway says, All it takes is a phone call made. Four goons, four Ks, get your porch sprayed. I'm just trying to see my name on a Forbes page. Get my new shit sound like something the Lord made. And Westside said, Hey, yo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounded horrible. I know that sounded horrible. Hey, yo, now that I got your attention, i like to mention I've gifted purple label suspenders, Mac 11 extended, running with killers, Margellas on menaces, dealing fish, using too much soda was ignorant, mind your business or your brain's gonna hit the ceiling, all a willing, I can count a half a billion on a yacht chilling, rocking Louis, Louis Lennon. Who he kidding? You couldn't tie the strings of my Europeans, shoot him, see him. 
shoot his BM in the BM. I fucked that up in a couple of different ways, but you get the idea. Like, the flow is crazy. Go listen to that. Fendi Seats. And then the last one is Draw Down by Young Thug. Um, the the instrumental in this is really all kind of lows, and that makes his voice sound really good in the hot because it's high, especially with the reverb that they added in. And then there's nice synth in the background, like little flavors, not loud enough to distract from Thugger. Um, just a a fucking vibe, nice song to bop your head to, nice flow. Um. Yeah, I'm going to talk about my week as it happens. So, here we go. First, on Monday, there was this really cool drummer at my very first house. So, I was thinking, this is going to be a pretty good week, you know? He he had been a drummer for, like, 20 years, I think, and then became a pilot, which is pretty cool career choices, you know? He... <laughs> fucking gets to go around and play gigs and then fly around for the rest of his life that's pretty awesome he talked about him and his son were at a stage when he was playing for like 20,000 people at sound check and he just kicked the bass drum and to hear it echo in that empty stadium sounded really cool stadium or stage i don't really remember but yeah he had lots of cool stories the only part that sucks is the um, the dude that fucking apprentices me gets distracted super easily, so he just spent most of the time talking to him, so I ended up doing most of the work, which happens at 90% of our jobs, but I mean, that's just making me a better fucking home inspector, right? Yeah, that's why I keep telling myself at least. It's whatever, though, because most days we still finish before 3 or by 4 at least, which is pretty good. Um, But yeah, that dude was pretty dope. And um, that morning, because I'm not going to lie, I've been having like a lot of close calls recently, or I had been having them on the road, just like swerving in, in, in lanes and shit on the highway, speeding and stuff. So that morning when I left for that drummer's house, I told myself, all right, I'm not going to go over 80 because I got to speed a little bit. You know, people drive like bitches. I'm not going to get anywhere at any decent time if I don't go like 10 over the limit, you know, so 80. I told myself I wouldn't go over 80. And to that dude's house, I didn't. And then on the way back, I was at 80, you know, and then. Somehow, I found myself on an empty two-lane Texas highway road. So I was like, ooh, I could make it home sooner, get lunch quicker, chill. So, you know, pressed down on the gas pedal a little bit, you know, started creeping up. And I start going, start going, and I look in my rear view and I see some flashing lights. God damn it! Yep. Mm-hmm. And I look at my fucking... Look at my dash, and it's 1240. I got my dugout in my lap, so I pull over, and I toss that under the passenger seat, you know, like you do. And the dude pulled up, and he clocked me going 98 and a 70. Which is pretty bad, I think, but... <laughs> 
I think if it was a hundred or like a hundred and one, it would have been way worse. So, yeah. Um, that sucked. I still got to deal with that ticket. I thought it was going to suck a lot more because I got to my mom's house because that's where I was heading. And she wanted me to switch my insurance off of hers, which is understandable because, you know, if it's going to fuck up her rates, then, you know, I got to deal with that. That's my responsibility. That's a problem I created. So I started calling for that and the calls took a little bit longer than expected sometimes. So I, I was calling, who was it? It was the first one I called. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, I called them and my homie was on the way and I was thinking it was going to be done by the time he got there, but he got here as, uh, as she was like telling me the price. So I just put it on speaker and then she said, all right, for a 2012 Ford Mustang, it's going to be $470 a month. And me and him just like gasped and like reached, covered our mouths and like, you know. And then I was like, okay, what, what about with a higher deductible, right? And she, she was like, okay, okay, let me see. I hear some typing. And then she's like, oh, I'm sorry. There's a mistake in the system. So the original was actually going to be 550 a month. And we, we, you know, same thing. Ugh! Oh, you know, felt the pain. <coughs> And with the higher deductible, it would be 500 a month, you know, which is not super much better. But after shopping around the, uh, the rest of that day and the next day during lunch, I, I found one that was like two, 220, and then I paid it all off at once and saved some money. So all in all, not that bad. I still have to pay the ticket. I have to call to find out what I got to do about the ticket Monday. So, I don't know if I'm going to go to the court or what. I've never done that kind of shit. I mean, it is 28 over, which is a lot. So, whatever, I mean, whatever happens, happens. You know, I got to deal with it. But I have not done it once, one time since then, you know. If you're going to get a slap in the face, you know, I'm going to... Stop saying fucking you know. Shit! Alright. You get a slap in the face, you got to take it. That's just how it is. I'm not going to be the one to be let off lightly overall and just keep going back to doing what I was doing. One thing that really annoyed me this week, I had a leak from my fridge, which I don't know how that happened. But it only happened when I was doing dishes. Water would leak out from under my fridge. I think that's how it happened. And so I would have to just shove towels down there or whatever. And it would really suck at night because I have a horrible memory. So I just forget about it every single time. So sometimes I would step over it because it's dark. And then sometimes I wouldn't step over it. And I just and my sock is just wet. And that sucks. I keep moving the mic closer, but I, I know I'm probably being loud. And I'm sorry if I'm being loud. 
I'll listen to it and adjust, like I said. Um, but yeah, that sucked. So I put in a request for maintenance with my apartment. And it took them like a few days and they didn't even email when they were coming out or anything like to set an appointment, which they never do. And then after they fixed it, I guess they fixed it. I'm going to assume they came because the last few times I've done dishes, it hasn't leaked or anything, but I never saw anybody because I was at work and my roommate never said anything about letting anybody in. So I don't fucking know. There's an, an option on the form to say, like, permission to come in, and I put no, because, you know, I got shit. I don't need people seeing. <laughs> you know? Fuck, I'm, I'm doing it again. One of these days, I'm going to catch it, and I'm never doing it again. But, yeah, I put that, and so... I guess they came in and did it, because I've gotten, like, five fucking emails asking me to or asking me how likely are you to refer blah 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 apartments to a friend like i'm supposed to praise them for fixing their fucking problem that they either knew about and didn't fix or just happened on its own but either way that's their problem and they don't always come quickly like after the after the freeze a couple months ago, I didn't have hot water for like two weeks. And I had to put in one or two requests before they came and fixed it. Same with what was broken. My dishwasher. I put in a request for that one week and it didn't get done. And I put in a request another week. Then they finally came. And then they kept sending me emails asking me to review them, asking me to rate them. And it's like, thank you so much for fixing your shitty fucking apartment. That's all it is. What do you want me to say? Woo fucking who, you get a fucking... Do you want a pat on the back? I don't know. Maybe I should be more grateful. I haven't lived in any other place, so I don't have anything to compare it to other than my parents. So, but yeah, that's been another nuisance this week. Um, I went to my grandpa's this week, which I've been meaning to do for a while now. Every time I'm in Mesquite, honestly, I go down there and on my way home, I'm thinking, hmm, I should stop by, but I never do because it's on my way home or I'm already on my way home. It's not really on the way, but this time I did, we talked about, he ordered some coins last time he ordered national park quarters. And he got them, and like 14 of them were dirty. And they're supposed to be uncirculated, which means they've never been touched or used before. Duh. That's, I didn't have to explain that. But 14 of them were dirty, and he said he, he wrote them a letter. And that really struck me because Poppy... That's what I call him. I call him Poppy. Poppy is like the type of person to not really do anything about something i feel like like if his food came out wrong at a restaurant he would just eat it or just sit there and not eat it or that's how it feels like to me and he the fact that he just straight up wrote a letter and i hasn't said anything to anybody about doing it that was pretty funny and uh not funny it kind of showed like how much it 
he cared about it, I guess. But we talked about that, and then we talked about black beauties, which are these nickels that turn black because they're made out of iron. Um, they don't make them out of iron anymore, but if you see like a black nickel, that's probably made out of iron, and it's worth more than a nickel. So, yeah, there you go. Um, talked about cats, you know. Ah, I went into that last time. I'm not going to talk about it again. And then I trimmed some of his trees, though. He made it really hard to do it. The whole time I was, at, I asked him, you know, hey, you got anything that you need to do? Because I want to help him while I'm there because he's old and has breathing problems. You know how old people are. You know how grand pe- grandparents are. So... I was asking him, and he was, well, the trees need to be trimmed. I was like, well, let's do it. You know, it's not hot outside. And he's like, well, I don't know if you can do it. I said, well, I'll sure try. And he said, it's kind of high. And I'm like, well, you got a ladder. I don't mind getting on the house. And he said, all right, let's go do it. <laughs> so we stood up and went out. And eventually we got it done. I did what I could do. Some of it was too tall, but I got a good portion of it done. And then I hauled it out to the front. And then we went back inside and talked for a little bit more about nothing. And then as I was getting ready to go, he re- started reaching in his wallet. And I was like, no, no, no. I didn't do that for money. I, I wanted to help you. And he shoved it in my hand and started talking. He said, you know, I was at the store the other day. And this lady got in line behind me and she only had like one thing. She only had like a Kroger brand, like cookies or whatever. So I said, no, you can go ahead. Go ahead and get in front. It was the express aisle. So, and she did her checkout. And then when Poppy went to his, after her, she came back and put 10 bucks on his thing and he did the same thing I did, apparently. You know, no, no, I don't need this. I don't need money. And she said, no, keep it. And that's what he told me when he handed me the money, which was a really nice story. And at the time, it kind of made me feel better about taking it. But at the same time, man, I hate that shit. He always does that. <laughs> he always does that. This week, I went to the house, of course. Um, at this point, no, I remember what I meant, what I got. I got the sausage, egg, and cheese melt with the toasts and hash browns. And of course, I got my staple, the pecan waffle with chocolate chips. Oh, and, uh, Rahelio and Aiden went with me. Aiden got his hash brown bowl. I think Rahelio got one too, low key. I don't really remember, to be honest. But he got a waffle, too. And our waffles came first, and Aiden's food wasn't there, so we weren't going to eat without him. That's something, like, I do and we do in all of our friend groups, kind of, which I like. It's kind of, it's respectful, and I I like little stuff like that. Like, we didn't, we don't have to not eat, and he said we could not eat, but, or we could start eating. <laughs> he said we could eat without him, but it's not about that. But I did get that bitch ready to eat. I spread the butter. I chopped it up. I didn't put the syrup on yet. That's that's what you do right before you eat so it doesn't get soggy. 
But man, it was good as always. So was the sandwich. And I don't remember how we brought it up, but I realized that I haven't had a Brahms banana split in years. Like, I used to have those every week or so with my grandpa. And I guess it's because they closed down the one that's closest to, or was closest to where I used to live. Um, It was super old and dirty and shit, so it's whatever, but that really sucks. And I miss one. And if I see a Brahms, that's definitely what I'm going to get for lunch one of these days at work. One thing I want to recommend to everybody, if you are into podcasts or if you're not into podcasts, um, the hosts of Good Mythical Morning, a morning show on YouTube, their names are Rhett and Link. They have a podcast called Ear Biscuits. But they made episodes on their past and like in between when they were engineers and um, but from there and to where they started YouTube, like telling what happened in there. And in doing that, they talked about how they used to be really devout Christians and it used to really affect their behavior and their everyday lives and stuff. And now they're talking about how they aren't anymore and the reason for that. And that was really interesting for me to watch as someone who is kind of in the same boat. I mean, I used to be a Christian and now I don't really believe anymore. But the most interesting part was their reasoning was completely different. Like, Rhett was completely logic-based Well, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for you. But yeah, the reasoning was different and um, it's pretty interesting to listen to. Even if you are still Christian, you know, they're really respectful about talking about it. I mean, it's literally just their perspectives, you know, you know, oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. Someone does a count and like tells me how much. I know the likes have been pretty bad too. This one, I don't know what's up with me. I would, I apologize, but I'm not gonna stop and cut here. Yeah, um, check that out if you would like. Very good listens. Um, good way to kill, like three hours. To be honest, I think. Wow, I just threw all the filler words in right there. Ah. <sighs> Good shit today, Sean. Next thing. Oh, I got lunch with my mom this week. That was really fun. We went to Brickhouse Burgers on Skillman. And honestly, it was pretty good. I didn't expect that much because I wanted to go to Haystack initially, but that was too far from her. So we went to Brickhouse, which was closer to me, so I didn't really mind. And it was pretty good. I would compare it to Haystack. I would compare it to Burger Pop, too. And... um. It's cheaper than Haystack, so that was good. But the shake was like 450 and not worth it at all, so I wouldn't get the shake if I were you. You can get a shake somewhere else. You can get a large at fucking Whataburger for 450 and Whataburger shakes go hard, if you didn't know. But yeah, I had lunch with her, and she finally got to see my apartment. She made comments about how, how dirty my restroom was compared to my friends, of course. I don't know why she even needed to look at my friend's restroom, but that just tells you the kind of person my mom is and how dirty my room is and all of that. 
so yeah, that was my Thursday. And then Friday, I had off, which was pretty cool, but it made Friday feel like a super, super Saturday, so I thought I was going to have to record yesterday. But, man, I really feel bad for the Smoothie King Friday crew, because they seem to hate their existence. Existences? They seem to hate their ex- They seem to dread their own existences. Yeah. I mean, every time we go there on Friday, it's because there's a sale if you're not privy to that information. If you're not caught up on smoothie information like you should be, it's $5 on Friday, 6 if you want a meal smoothie for a 32-ounce. Anyway, now that you're caught up, yeah, there's always a line on Friday. And I mean, we know what we want. And by now, we know what we want it in, too. You got to get it in styrofoam. I don't care if it's bad for the environment. It's easier to hold and it keeps us cold longer. But, yeah, they always... I've never gone to a Smoothie King any other day because why would I? But I imagine they're cheerful and, you know... Hi, welcome to Smoothie King. How can I brighten your day? You know, something like a smoothie place you would expect from there. You know? You know. There it is. Yep. That's like three or four times I've called it out now. It's not getting better. But Friday, what do you want? What size? They know what size. If I'm coming there on a Friday, you know I'm getting a 32 ounce. That you know is justified. Stop yelling into the mic. Yeah, the Friday crew hates their lives. And then... Today, I got, or yesterday, I got plants from my mom from Callaway's, and there was a really nice cashier guy, but there were so many plants. Like, I didn't expect how big it was from the outside, but I walked in and looked around, and it was just so expansive in every direction. And I spent, I easily spent 40 minutes to an hour just looking around for stuff for my mom, and I picked out three things picked out one that was kind of pretty and flowery, one that was kind of pretty and leafy, and then one that was weird. The weird one was called String of Pearls. That's the only one I remember. And then I, as I was walking out, I saw like a head-shaped pot, and I thought it would look really cool with the uh, String of Pearls in it, because it would look like air eventually. And then as I was walking to check out, I saw like a whole nother half of the store I said, nah, fuck this. (laughs) I'm happy with what I got. This is for another day. And I checked out. And then I went to give her to that, give her, give that to her today. Um, Because I don't know if I'm going to go over there tomorrow. I probably will. Yeah, I should, but I don't know when. And I just didn't want to keep it in my room any longer than I had to. And on my way out, there was a, there's a line front of the exit because i live in an apartment and i mean there was space to get by but i didn't want to be that guy so i kind of like scooted up to try to see what was going on and i started to get mad and i didn't want like i said i didn't want to be that guy so i reversed and the lady had her window down so i rolled my window down i was like you know what's going on she said you should be able to get through and i was like well is that a line i don't want to cut anybody and she said no, it's my niece's funeral procession. And I was like, oh, damn. I'm sorry. 
my condolences. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, you have a good one. And so I felt kind of bad for getting upset a little bit. Yeah, that is this week. It's time to get to the music. But honestly, I need to look around for a water bottle real quick and see if there's one in sight because my throat is super dry. There is not one in my bed, which is a good thing and, you know, out of context. But right now, that's not super convenient. Um, ah, screw it. We're going, we're going to go raw for the rest of this. Hell yeah. All right. Super what? Zarface and Doom's album. I'm going to start this by saying I've listened to Zarface and Doom's other projects. I did not know Zara was three people. I really should have figured because there's obvious differences in their voices, but I just thought he was doing something different. That being said... Um, my favorite songs on these are easily the ones that Doom is, like, the main feature on, like, Doom Unto Others and, um, Strange, So Strange, um, but Zara holds his own, they hold their own too, it's Inspect a Deck and Elusive, Esoteric. Inspected Deck and Esoteric, and then 7L on production, I think. I don't know why I didn't copy-paste it somewhere. Um, but yeah, that's Zarface. Uh, the King and I is the first song. It starts with a light-hearted sample to set the tone. Um, something I needed going into this because I was really sad. You know, this is one of Doom's last drops ever. So... I was, exp I don't know what is what I was expecting, but I kind of needed this to set the tone and get me out of my like melancholy mood, if that makes sense. I don't know, cause I, I was excited, but at the same time, I was admittedly kind of sad listening through it. Um, yeah, I'm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm kind of sad now, too. Um, like I said, Doom Unto Others goes hard. The lyrics aren't weren't up yet when I listened to this and wrote this down. The lyrics aren't up, weren't up for So Strange either, and I thought that was funny how both the Doom songs are the only ones with the lyrics not up. Uh, Doom's on the other songs, but these are just the ones where it's heavily him. Jason and the Zargonauts, everyone goes hard, especially Doom and... There's Adele, the funky Homo sapien feature. Um, I yeah, this was his verse. Cla claiming you moving them bricks with killers and goons and you click, but I saw you grooving in Lululemon with and Zumba with chicks, and that's okay. I'm hard to kill, so guard your grill until it's over with. Zarface and Doom been pro masks since Corona hit. That was. I want to say that was esoteric. I didn't write it down once again because I'm dumb. Um, Breaking the action was the was a really nice jazzy doom song, kind of just like his old classic shit. A lot of clever punchlines and a nice verse from Inspector. 
Um, a name to the face is a good skit for dumbasses like me that didn't know Zarface was three people. They explain it in the sample, and I really skits like that can go either way, but it's pretty obvious they're masters of like the atmospheric with voices layered in, if that makes sense. Because you can do that really rough and choppy, but it's all really smooth, and I like where they put it in the album, too. Um, this is canon. This is canon now. Esoteric comes. It's just him on this one with a bunch of superhero-related punchlines. Um, it's heavily focused on his voice with nice effects and samples in the back. So strange, like I said, that's Doom focused. Kind of has like a loopy or crazy vibe to it. Uh, the vocal sample adds to it. Uh, tambourine over drum set sounds really good with the plucking chords. And then Young World is like a warning to today's youth. But it's kind of coming from more of a cool uncle sort of way than a teacher or parent. There are some skips on this as kind of all the Zarface and Doom albums go. Because it's pretty... It's pretty experimental as far as like underground shit, kind of. So there's going to be misses, obviously. You're not going to like every track, but um, it's short and sweet. So give it a listen if you would like to hear something like that. A lot of comic-based uh, like references and shit. So if you want to hear some of that in your music, then check that out. I still want more Doom, though. Speaking of Doom, IDK is supposed to be dropping a song with Doom and J Electronica and one West Side Gun. That's who it was. I can't wait for that. I also can't wait to hear that, how that sounds because they're all completely different. Just J Electronica and Doom on the same ver uh, song is going to sound really cool. Yeah. All right, and the other album this week I listened to was Crimshaw by Nipsey Hussle. On this one, I really like the songs where he's by himself because that's where he has time to be lyrically clever. And he just kind of goes bar after bar after bar. Um, and there isn't really a chorus. There's just kind of a short hook in between or maybe he just lets the instrumentals ride. But... Songs like Blessings or Face the World, which was produced by Ninth Wonder, I really liked. One of my favorite producers. He goes, um, he, he has thoughtful lyrics and it's something to listen to. You know, it it's not just, I got this fucking chain and I'm going to shoot you. Um, if he's talking about his chain, he's talking about that after talking about how it came up. And he's and talking about how his chain that he has on is an investment and how it's worth more now than when he bought it, you know. So there's substance to what he's talking about. And I also like his delivery in his raps. You know, some people talk too fast and you can't really get a grip on what they're saying. But he puts space in between most of his bars and I like that. I, I think it gives a certain confidence and 
a certain belief in like what he's saying because like i said it all has substance and so he's okay like letting it lay out there for a second so you can sit there and be like oh shit you know um there were a few skips on this obviously you know this is from 2013 so there are going to be few sounds that just don't hit especially nowadays I mean, the first few, the first, like, two songs, I think, after the intro, I didn't really like, just because, like I said, the 2010 sound, I was like, ah. Or it's because, and this is something a lot of lyrical rappers suffer from, it's just a a shitty chorus, frankly. You know, they try to do everything by themselves, and they, uh, I mean, respectfully, it's just not there sometimes. So, some people can do it, and some people can't, and, you know, that's just how it is, so. But some some of the good songs, some of his better songs on this album are some of the ones with a hook in the middle and, like, rapping around it. Um, Change Nothing is a good example. He comes at that with more energy, I feel like, than his other um, songs on this. And it's about how he won't change up despite what's around him. And then after that, there's a medley of beautiful, smooth choruses in their so- in the songs. Um, I need to look. I need to look at the album real quick so I can tell you what songs they are. Like songs. Sorry. Like songs. Crenshaw. Um... If You Were Mine, that one has a really nice Sade sample on it. I like that one. It has James Fauntleroy, too. And then Come Over, that one's kind of carried by James Fauntleroy for the first half or so. But he does a really good job. I'm not complaining. And then after that, Hate It or Love It, another nice smooth chorus in between him rapping. And then another miss, honestly, One of One. Uh, Just again, another chorus that's not really there but after that i saw this at the beginning you already know i saw that zero and slim thug feature Ooh boy that shit went hard just like i thought it would you gotta listen to it i'm not even gonna spoil it but they all came they all came hard with the verses um and then the last song is a 12 minute long kind of story and it has three parts and every part is a different part of his journey like to where he is now um, and each one has a different kind of tone and energy in his uh, in his delivery part one being more calm part two being aggressive and then part three being like proud and bodacious you know he, like he made it and um I'd put aside 12 minutes to listen to this if I were you, if you're going to listen to this, just so you can focus on it. The last song, at least, if nothing else. But yeah, there are a lot of clever bars, a lot of punchlines. And like I said, there's some substance to this to think about, too. And I don't think I mentioned it, but there was a Rick Ross verse in here on, I think it was The Weather. Yeah. Yeah, it was on the weather. The good Rick Ross verse on there. Um, but yeah, some lyrics I picked out off of Face the World. 
19 touching two birds, alpinas off a few swerves, gray leather in my white London, shit smelling like a new purse, two C's on my bitch shit, my money rising like biz quick, six words help you get this, rich rapper on some crip shit, off a change nothing, I swore to tell the world if I made it out, the truth about these LA streets and what they all about. The paranoid emotions when they stake us out. When we pull up thick in some foreign shit at the Geisha house. The losses that we took when they late or sorry. The losses that we took when they raid the house. The bitches that I seen when I laid it out. The only important thing is the paper route. The motto I embody the prophecy as I play it out. And off if you were mine, that's the one with the Sade feature. Um Get your bitch, cause I be bitch getting. Treat her like she wanna be treated, but I ain't tricking. Beat it like she wanna shit beat it, but I don't kiss it. Just blame it on that shit we smoking, plus we sipping. Look, double cups, she trying to double up. Cause I just hit it once, but she caught a double nut. Nasty, since she used to double clutch. Too quick to fall in love, what the fuck? Um, yeah. I I had listened to Victory Lap in the past, but I hadn't really listened to this one yet. I hadn't gotten that far back. And I need to listen to Victory Lap again because I had listened to that on Apple Music and now I'm on Spotify and the songs don't transfer over. I'm sorry if you're hearing that sound. That's my mic twisting, but low-key, I don't think you hear that sound. But I'm not 100% sure. I'm having trouble adjusting it today and it's really irritating me but not enough to anger me or anything. But yeah, my friend Aiden's been telling me to listen to this for a minute now, and it's not that I've been putting it off, I just keep forgetting. I'm just that kind of person. But last time he was here, I was at my computer talking about music and my podcast, and I was on my on my Google Docs for it, and he said something about it, and I was like, let me write it down. So here it is. Oh, but the funny part is, I was listening to those first couple songs and I was like, oh, and just in my head the whole time I was listening to those shitty songs, I was thinking, how am I going to tell Aiden I don't like this? (laughs) How am I going to tell him, like, this album he's been hyping up to me for weeks? He's like, bro, Crenshaw, bro, please, you got to listen to it. How am I going to tell him that I wasn't fucking with it? What a dickhead am I finna be? <sighs> yep, that's it. What time is it? What time is it? Ah, uh, it's 12.05 a.m. God damn it. Well, either I talked too long or I started too late. You guys can decide, I guess. It's 47 minutes. I think that's fine. Um... Let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, I I don't know if I'm doing anything for Mother's Day tomorrow. I hope y'all have a good Mother's Day. And if you forgot, if you're listening to this early somehow, or late, and you just forgot, go tell your mom Happy Mother's Day, because they deserve it. Um, I wouldn't be the person I am without my mom. And... I don't know, you could take that as a good or a bad thing, but 
I'm thankful every day now that I have who I have as a mother because if I didn't, I there's no way I would be where I am right now. There's no way I'd be as happy and as content with life as I am right now. And I don't know, just a lot of stuff would be different and worse. And she's the strongest person I know. And she's been through a lot and still smiles and shit, you know? And that's saying something. She has four kids. That's a lot, you know? There's the you knows. Dang it! But yeah, mothers put up with a lot. And I wasn't always thankful when I should have been. So if you have the opportunity, you should be thankful. Because you're not always going to. Not to sound emo or anything or cringe or cliche, but you should say things while you have the opportunity. Because why even why even leave yourself open to having a new regret, you know? There's the you know, but that was a real one. That was intentional. I thought about that one before I said it. Why leave yourself open to that feeling? When you're up late at night and you're thinking about all those things that you didn't do or that you could have done or said or done differently, why add that to that slideshow? If you could, if it's so easy, so simple. All it takes is a text or a phone call or a car, 10-minute car ride. Just do it. Get it off your plate, and you won't have to think about it. And you'll feel better. And, you know, if you keep doing that, eventually it's going to be habit. And you're just going to proactively do things that you should do or that will be better for you, that you don't have to do, that are ultimately going to make your life easier and better for you. Maybe I just went on a rant there for no reason, but I felt like there was something to it. The gist is, happy Mother's Day if there are any mothers listening, and if you have a mother, tell her happy Mother's Day, or you suck and you're a shitty person. Unless you have a reason to, and, you know, not for me to say... If you know, then you know. If you know your re- your situation is justified, then there you go. But uh, I've talked too long. <laughs> All right. Y'all have a great week. Be safe. And whatever you do, don't speed enough to get a ticket. Bye.